You want sharp FL Insight? We got a guy. Rostradamus is here. Joining us from the ringer, Raheem Palmer on In The Zone. All he does is work out and pick winners. I think we've gone on two weeks now without talking to Raheem Palmer from The Ringer, all part of their gambling show podcast, a must-listen wherever you download your podcasts at I am Rostradamus for all of his betting insights on Twitter. Raheem, am I right? Have you not been on the show in two weeks since we had a hurricane and then you had some technical difficulties on your end that you had to deal with? So, I mean, I've been uh, I've been missing out. I'm fiending for some Raheem Palmer betting talk right now. Yeah, I, I miss you guys. I know. I mean, we had the hurricane, and then you know, I had my computer issues and stuff like that last week. So, I'm just glad to be back. I mean, I hope you guys are doing okay. No, we're doing great. We made it through. All is good. Um, we'll get into the NFL stuff. There's a lot to comb through. It looks like you've been partaking in some MLB betting. Do you like anything as far as today's games? Phillies, Braves, Padres, Dodgers. Any feelers out there? I'm, I'm I'm leaning with the Dodgers. I, I just think the Dodgers. I mean, they they absolutely dominated this team. I think they won like 15, uh, 20 games. They played the Padres this year, so I don't think you can go in the other direction um, with this Phillies game. I'm I'm kind of torn because I feel like the Phillies have the better pitcher on the mound in Wheeler. Um, I know they're going up against Kyle Wright. Um, he has the win, but I still think Wheeler's the better pitcher. But you got to be concerned about this Phillies bullpen. So I think that's the only thing I'm, I'm still I'm still wrestling with that one. I, I just think the, the Phillies have a little bit of momentum, and then you know the Braves have been struggling in these day games. So I think the Phillies are in a good spot to kind of steal this series. I mean, like you got Willer right now, and then you got Nola for a home game, and the Braves don't have the best bullpen either. So I mean, I I don't know how I feel about this game, but. I think if I had to take anything tonight, I probably would take the Dodgers. Yeah, I'd be shocked if the, the Braves dropped another one at home. But if they do, that series, you're right, it is absolutely over. Let's talk NBA for a moment. The season starts up in less than a week. I'm all jazzed up. I was at the Amway Center last night for that Magic Grizzlies game. Uh, we'll dive more into the game specifically next week. But I always love to pick your brain about just general betting philosophies. What are you looking for early on in, in an NBA season? What kind of edges do you find in the first couple of weeks before things like injuries and fatigue and travel become an issue? Oh, I think when you start up the NBA season, you kind of just look to fade those teams that you don't like and, and you're looking to grab value on the teams that you do like. I mean, I mean, you said it last night that the Orlando Magic played the, the Grizzlies. I don't like the Grizzlies, so I'm probably looking to fade them already. Um like I, I, I just think this Grizzlies team. I like them under fifty one and one wins. I think it's down to fifty. You find some forty nines in the market, but I'm probably going to be on the Knicks for opening night against the Grizzlies. I mean, some plus sevens in the market, seven and a half. I, I don't like this Grizzlies team. There. I mean, already they're, they're, they're down Jared Jackson Jr. He's hurt. You're missing um, Kyle Anderson, who left from free agency. The Anthony Melton left from free agency. I mean, their numbers with John Morant on the court haven't been great. So I don't think this is the same Grizzlies team. I think they, they kind of caught lightning in the bottle last year. So I'm going to be fading them coming out of the gate. Um, besides that, as far as tips, I mean, I think, I mean, you always got to bet early and just react to some of these reports and stuff like that. I know there's no injuries, no fatigue, everything like that. But 
I just think you kind of just looking for you're looking to jump on those teams that you do like and fade the teams that you don't. Raheem Palmer from the Ringer joining us right now, talking some betting. Let's get into the NFL tomorrow night. A pretty ugly one out there. Are you passing or playing Bears versus Commanders? I'm actually playing this one. I mean, look when you look at the the the, the Bears right now. They run the ball. I mean, I think they passed 15 times last, last game against the Vikings. And they're playing a commander's team, which is top five in rushing EPA, play top five in um, rushing success rate on defense. So I think they can slow this team down. And look at the other side of the ball. Jalen Johnson is still out. So I think Terry, Terry McLaurin can still get open. Curtis Samuel can find some routes. I just think the, the Commanders are a better football team. I know nobody wants to touch him. I know Carson Wentz has been inconsistent. Ron Rivera threw them under under the bus last week, but I feel like I like, I like the Commanders in this spot. I just think there's some value getting on them. I mean, look, their win total was seven and a half. The Bears were six and a half. Bears have you know snuck out a, a couple close games, but I still think this is a bad football team that wants to take. I think the commanders, they won this game. You know, and I think one of the things that sharp bettors like yourself are able to do is eliminate the narratives. And you think that that's what it comes down to? I mean, outside, both of these teams are bad. So it's not like if you bet this game, you're betting on a good team in either direction. But there are going to be a lot of people that don't want to touch Washington because of what Ron Rivera said. And and you're saying you've just got got to kind of eliminate that from your analysis. Am I reading that right? Oh, yeah, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, you definitely got to eliminate that. I mean, I just think the other things in a, in, within the game matter a little bit more. I mean, these are still NFL players. Like, every one of these guys is playing for a position now and through next year. Um, I think Ron Rivera is at the point where he's probably coaching for his job at this point. So, I, I just think that, I mean, many teams are out here trying to lose on purpose other than, you know, maybe the Carolina Panthers who, I mean, right now with them firing their coach, they're talking about trading, trading away some guys. So I think they'll take it sometime soon. But right now, I mean, the guys on the field, they're looking to win. Jets-Giants coming off of big wins. Both of these teams getting points on the road. Do you see value with either New York team? Actually, never mind. I think the Giants are actually at home. Uh, but the Jets are on the road in Green Bay. Either way, for both of these underdogs, do you see value on the Giants uh, and or the Jets? Um, you know, I'm still thinking about that one. I mean, look, I mean, when it comes to the, the Packers and the Jets, I, I just think this would be an interesting buy low spot on the Packers, but I just don't like playing these teams coming off of these London games. I just, you know, in the past we saw teams tend to have buys in these situations, and now these teams are kind of electing to play. Um, but I do think, I mean, when it comes to this Packers-Jets matchup, I think the play is probably the over. Um, I think, you know, this Jets offense is going to be trending upwards, so I, I like that direction, honestly. Bills Chiefs going to be a monster game. The Bills feel like they've been building for this. They handled the Chiefs last year in the regular season, and then it came down to who had the ball last in the uh, in the playoff game. This lines up to three now for Buffalo. Uh, so minus three for Buffalo on the road. What's your read on this game? I like Buffalo in this matchup. I mean, I wouldn't play it at minus three. I think there's some two and a half in the market. I think, you know, three is probably the, the, the buy point for many people on Kansas City. But when you look at these two teams, obviously these are the first, these are the top two teams in, I think, offensive DVOA or um, EPA for play and whatnot. But I just think, to me, the Bills are the cream of the crop. They don't have to, like, unlike these other teams, to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, they don't have to blitz. Like, they have a ferocious pass rush, and I think 
that's going to cause this Chiefs team some problems. I think the Bills, their offense has been a little bit suppressed by the fact that, you know, they played that, that, that weather, that hot weather game against Miami. Then they came back and played Baltimore. So I just, I just think they, they're, they're a little bit more battle tested than me. Um, I, I like the Buffalo Bills in this matchup. I mean, I would probably lay the two and a half. I wouldn't go any further than that, though. I feel like a genius. I, I grabbed the two right away. I love Buffalo. I'm with you on that, so I'm ready to roll for Sunday. Sunday Night Football, another potential instant classic, Cowboys versus Eagles. I think the line has moved a lot. Uh, the, when I first saw it, it was Eagles minus four and a half. Now it's Eagles minus six on Sunday night. looks like Cooper Rush is going to be the quarterback. Uh, I know you're a Cowboys guy, but you're able to eliminate that for things like this. How do you read this one? Because the Cowboys starting to feel like a value as this number keeps climbing. Well, I mean, this game right here, it's all based on injuries. I mean, when you look at you look at the Eagles, their offensive line was very banged up coming out of that game against the Arrows on the Cardinals. Jordan Maialata, he, I mean, he didn't play that game, and he may not play this week, and then they lost two other guys. So if that offensive line is healthy, I think you've got to be looking towards the Eagles. But if they aren't healthy, that pass rush with Michael Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, they've absolutely dominated that offensive line this entire year. You look at their wins. Came against the Bengals, bad offensive line. Giants, bad offensive line. Like Rams, bad offensive line. Commanders, bad offensive line. They are just dominating bad offensive lines. And, you know, Cooper Rush, I mean, I don't know why there's even talk of him, you know, being the starter. I mean, they won a game last week with 10 first downs. <laughs> and, you know, they had just 10 first downs. The, the Cowboys, I mean, they, they got off on a good run, you know, getting the, the, the fumble return touchdown. Then you, you get the block punt. I mean, that defense absolutely dominated. So I think if Dak Prescott was in this game, and I mean, I wouldn't, I personally don't want to bet a quarterback coming off of an injury in their first week. I think if Dak Prescott in this game was in this game, the, the Cowboys would probably be the side. But it's just, I, I, I can't touch the Cowboys unless the Eagles are banged up. Like, if those offensive linemen aren't playing, I think the Cowboys are probably the side. But otherwise, I think you, the Eagles would probably win the spot. And the total, the total's pretty low at 42. Is I mean, you know, usually we just blindly play the unders on primetime, but it, seemed like, it seems like the over might be a good play. You know what? I, I mean, I think that depends on the offensive line, too. I mean, if those guys are playing... I think maybe you can look towards the over, but if not, then this feels like a lower-scoring game, especially with the way the Cowboys' offense is playing. I mean, the Cowboys' offense is, I mean, you got to remember the Eagles have one of the best defenses in the league, too. So this could be a good first half under 21-and-a-half. Yeah, I think we're looking at 20-and-a-half, rather. Um, there, there are some 20. I think there's there's a 21 available somewhere, 21-and-a-half somewhere. So, um if you can find it, I would definitely play that first half under. Find the rest of Raheem Palmer's picks on the Ringer Gambling Show, and make sure you follow him on Twitter at I am Rostradamus. Thanks so much. It was good to have you back on the show, my friend. Glad you're doing well next week. Appreciate y'all having me. And I'm glad everybody's doing well after the hurricane. We appreciate you. Tazi's take coming up around the corner. Plus, we've got the latest on the UCF Knights. They've got a big game coming up tomorrow night at the Bounce House. Don't go anywhere.